I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. What's up, basketball trainers? I am going to be joined by Coach Tim Springer here pretty soon. We're going to be talking about uh, basketball training stuff, of course, websites, uh, the Committed to the Craft Conference, the the playbook for sure, and how it's been helpful for him in his basketball training business, and uh, some other things, man. Hopefully, anybody who is listening to this can comment chime in we can add some topics later if you're looking at this while we're going live then even better uh add your comments there too and i will continue to say that so you can have a uh have a great a great experience waiting for him to join not sure what the, the delay is here but uh coach what's going on hey how's it going man pretty good been a while yeah for sure but i'm glad we're doing it a lot of good stuff happening uh Maybe we can share some good insight for some people today. That's that's the goal, man. I'm glad you uh, you're back in the states. What was the last place that you traveled and the last group that you trained overseas? Uh, it was with uh, the Italian team that I was with in Sicily. Nice. How often do you visit? Do you do you go over there and train? Um, I wish I was going over there just to visit, <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, it's been uh, a three, four-year journey of, like, I went there on my own time, and then a little later on, my player that I was working with at the time brought me over, and then the team started bringing me over for three-week periods, and this has spent over multiple seasons, and then this this season, we just decided to partner up for the whole season and basically put me on staff as uh, player development. Wow, man. Congrats on that. Congrats on that. Uh, Appreciate it. What we've been – we said we were going to talk through would be uh, websites. You just had a podcast – talking about websites and why most basketball trainers' websites aren't legit, really why they suck. So my question <laughs> to you is, what was the synopsis of that of that podcast? Um, you know, basically this. I, I as, I, as I've built up the Basketball Entrepreneur podcast and keep growing it and trying to look for, you know, I have tons of things that I can give trainers that I know they need already, either from working or mentoring them before or going through the process. But now lately, I've also been studying trainers. Like, I'll go to a trainer's Instagram and then go to their website if they have one. Um, and then I'll, you know, start just looking at it. And um, one thing that I feel blessed that I figured out on from a very early stage was how important sales copy is in everything you do. Um, I think it started with me verbally um, because I was, when I was, even when I was still a player, I tried network marketing. So it was hand-to-hand combat hotel presentations, all the crazy stuff. But that taught me a lot about no matter what form you're communicating to a a lead, a client, a customer, there still has to be an element of sales uh, scripted. We'll We'll use that for a very loose term, very loose term. And when I look at these other player sites, it's, it's a novel, it's a book, it's a look how special my program is and my mission statement and 
don't get me wrong. Those things matter. I don't want to downplay those things, but they don't matter to someone who has a seven second attention span because they say the average human does and who is really on that site as fast as they can be because they're at work, they're somewhere else and they just need to get their baby basketball training and they need someone they can trust. And then they need to know that it's local and affordable, whatever. Right. And nobody's selling writing a novel because nobody's reading the novel. Mm. And so my, my whole, I guess you could say spiel or soapbox pitch. Cause I kind of just went in, I was very blunt, but uh, was that like that part of the website sucks, you know, like, like I, and, and I don't want to, you know, give you just the whole podcast on, on a, a IG live, but basically, you know, I talked about how just as like a car dealership, you go, the first thing they say to you is besides high is scripted. They know exactly what they're saying. And they're already taking you through the process of solving your problems verbally so that you commit to what they have as a service or product. And so they can lead up to the actual execution of the problem, right? Because you got to talk through a problem before you execute a problem. So I think a lot of trainers are struggling there, first and foremost, and just understanding how to lead someone through that process. You know, I mean, that's why I love what you guys at Playbook and, you know, there's the system behind it as well. But you guys are also doing a good job of helping uh, trainers with that. You know, I know you guys got the service now where you build the website for them, has some copy in their form or whatever. I think that's great because as much as you may or may not like sales, whoever's watching this, you're not existing without sales. You're, you don't have a business without sales. So you better get good at selling. And a lot of that's communication and terminology you're going to use to, again, help someone understand that you can solve their problem and then actually solve their problem and then retain them. That's all sales. All three of those steps are a process of sales. So where would you start in the process of taking the verbal to the written? What page would you recommend basketball trainers start with first to work on that copy? Whatever, whatever's the first page they're sending them to. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, not to go stage five of this, but there's times I have a homepage I send them to, which still leads them through that funnel. Or sometimes I send them straight to the sales page of what I'm training. Because it might be a camp, it might be a clinic, but it also might be my consistent uh, weekly training that we do year-round. So it, it, it's also depending on are they at the cold, warm, or hot stage. You know what I mean? But either way, uh, you know, if it's the homepage, it's getting into their head right away. Meeting, it, uh, a gentleman used to teach me marketing a lot. said, the people who can meet people where they're at or meet new leads where they're at and explain that, where they're at to them are the people who make the most sales. Mm. So, you know, I'll give the example on my website. The first headline of mine is we build starters, standouts and leaders because let's really think about what these parents want. They don't want basketball training. They don't want to spend money on basketball training. They want their baby to start. They don't want their baby riding the bench for their pride. They would love for their baby to be the standout basketball player. And from an intrinsic standpoint, they want the sport to build them into a leader or a high character person or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So the first headline on my homepage is not welcome to Spartan basketball. We've been open for 15 years and we believe in this, <laughs> that, that, that there's a link to that or it's at the bottom. But the first thing I say is we build starters, standouts and leaders. Guess who's going to pay attention for more than seven seconds now? The parents who want to be parents and leaders and the ones who, honestly, a lot of this is status. 
I mean, what what else are you seeing? Those three things stand out. What else are you noticing that you've updated your website with in terms of a parent has said they want their kid to start, they want their kids to be leaders and grow intrinsically and with certain characters, they want them to stand out. But has there been any other consistent feedback that you've gotten that you've added to your website just so that you can minimize the questions or that you can improve your copy? Yeah, so that headline, and, and I mean, I can't track this, but uh, that headline I have kept for, I want to say years. And and, and I, oh, I I feel my sales copy is evergreen because, and this is kind of here where verbal written kind of connect together, is because as I'm in the gym with players and parents and talking to them and retaining them or selling them or wherever we're at in stages, I'm always paying attention. I am studying the creature of the parent. And this is for lack of better terms, but let me, let me kind of get, go there with it. I'm studying the creature that is of the parent and the creature that is of the player. I, I worry about the player a little bit, but not so much because it's usually not the player looking at the sales page. Yeah. It's the parent, right? So uh, it's usually the kid in social media who says, mom, look at this. I want to train with this guy or this girl. And that's a different psychology. We're not even, I don't even think we should touch that today. That's a whole other topic. But um, so I'm always listening to what questions they ask me, especially new ones, what they tell me. Um, I ask questions like, you know, what do you like about us? What, what, what do you feel makes us different than everybody else? Why did you leave that program and why have you stayed here? Those kind of questions. You, and if you just listen and use two ears and one mouth, you'll get a lot of those answers. And then I just spend time thinking about them. And when I say creature, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that in a psychological way. Like we make, we all know this, right? People buy based off emotions. That's a very raw uh, humanistic trait to be making decisions. And then we use logic after. So I just try to figure out what are their emotions and their logic that they use when they're in this decision-making. Like I said, that's when I, I used to be like everyone else. Yo, I got these workouts. They're the best workouts. They're the best workouts. Everybody's slinging workouts. Hmm. I'm not slinging workouts. I'm selling you. You might become not can guarantee, but I'm selling the fact that with us, there's a good chance you become a starter, a standout, a leader. I like you know, it. and that's huh? I like it. I'm listening. That's yeah. That's 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 kind of what I've found, and I haven't really changed that copy much. You know what I mean? I mean, if anybody wants the trainer design, you're looking at it www.spartanpt.com and this obviously isn't a shameful plug because some of y'all aren't even in this city so it doesn't matter right but if you i mean i've had trainers i've met I, put it this way i've used that copy so much i haven't changed it i might change out like the sales video or something because like it's five years old now or i might put some new players i work with or whatever that may be a little fresher edit that goes in the b-roll with it you know what i mean because i put some players working and stuff as well just to bring attention bring them into the workout taste it, experience it. But I was mentoring trainers for a while. I was doing it as a service three years ago. And a lot of those trainers, I told them, I said, just steal exactly what's on my website and put it on yours. Cause they had novels and books right. <laughs> and they literally stole my stuff word for word with permission. So it really wasn't stealing. And they said that their conversion rates went up too. Mm -hmm. So trainers, if you're on here and, and you and it, it, you you feel like your website's not converting, use it. You, I mean, I just told you the website, right? And and I guess I can type it in here as well. Um, but it, it works. It's it's sales copy. That's why you know you worked in corporate America, right? Right. The sales team 
all had the same script on the phone or on in-person sales or, or you know what I mean? There was, there was a, a, a standard of operations. We like to say in the military, yeah. right? You had to put your own little t- twist to who you were and who you were talking to based on maybe their background. But for the most part, every salesperson on that sales team was probably asking the same questions in the same order leading to the same close. Right. You know what I like but, about your website? I like it's simple. It's got a homepage and a contact page. And on the contact page, it has an FAQ asking all the questions or answering all the questions that parents may ask. I love the idea of, a, of an FAQ page. Uh, but I also like, I think we, we do the same thing. You have a, a portion here where it's like, hey, here who is who has trusted the same training. And here are our 37 pages in, of 74 five-star reviews right so you you prove the credibility asap and honestly i don't think a lot of people would agree with this but i think there's a heavy focus on branding whereas in the reality of this service-based business it really is sales it's how can i get this person who's on this page to give me their information to get in the gym to do something as soon as possible before they get bored and bounce off the page exactly Exactly. How much value can I give you to stay? That's what I'm earning first. And then I'm trying to earn your contact information. And then I'm trying to earn a sale. I'm not even trying to earn the sale first. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to earn your attention first. And then I need your contact information because I know you may leave, especially now with Playbook and everything we can track. Mm-hmm. I know you might leave my site six times before you, man, when, when I started using Playbook and I saw that feature where like, hey, they visited some people visited 15 times, 15 times, and then they signed up. Right, right, right. You so maybe that. they got distracted or they were at work and they had to leave the site or, okay, I looked at it, but I got to talk to my wife or, you know what I'm saying? Like 15 times. So I need your contact information because I'm also going to send you some emails and text and make sure that I keep giving you some value and keep no, tell, showing you that I know exactly what you're thinking and I know exactly what you need. So when you're ready, we can do a transaction. Let me, let me ask you this before we talk about the play, well, kind of sort of in the playbook and then about the, the last topic. What would you say, two questions, how do you get most of your leads, most of your eventual customers, and what is your favorite feature in the playbook? Those two questions. Okay. Um, I, you know, being I just came home from Italy two weeks ago and I got to get back to looking at the numbers again. But if I had to tell you off my gut, for sure, Google. Okay. For sure, Google. My business? Um, I don't do any ads. Okay. I, I, okay. Any, any Google ads, excuse me. I don't do any Google ads. Gotcha. But Google for sure. But I, I also pay a monthly uh be to a company who also makes sure I'm at peak. I mean, I think you can do a lot for Google without paying anybody, but I, mm-hmm. I, I know I've seen the value of Google mm-hmm. that I said, mm, me paying like you $150 a month to make sure I'm top notch Google is hands down well-invested money. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then, and then word of mouth. I mean, it kind of helps bro. After you've like, you're one of the one of two maybe trainers who have like MBA training experience. You just come home from Italy. Word of mouth is just easy right now. And I'm, that's not me bragging. It's just the reality. And it's, I mean, I can say it because I've put the effort into making it be that way. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, I would say those two and then probably social media. 
playbook, my favorite feature. Bro, this is like, you know how when someone does an interview, it's like, oh, who's your favorite top five, top five point guards? Who's your top five rappers? And the guy sits there for a while like, ah, oh, God. Bro, there's so many good playbook features. Ah, you're going to make, make me pick one. Remember, remember, I'm the guy that left, and I won't put names out there, but like I left a similar software, an inferior software. I'm going to say that. Wow. For basketball trainers. Gotcha. I'm going to say that word. Gotcha. For basketball trainers specifically, because I don't want to knock it, because it is the software that I originally got the six figures in my business with, and I had until I found Playbook. But um, there's so many more great features to Playbook than this other software that even right now, I'm still this kid with a bunch of new bikes, and I'm figuring out which bike I'm going to drive today. Like It's, re it's really fun. But... Um, For sure, the app and the ability to communicate in any form or fashion I want to through the app. So, like, if it's a one-on-one -on -one text, great. If it's, and like, this is what I love, too, because I get a bunch of this out of Google. I get people messaging me through Google. They find me on Google and they message me through Google. And the fact that I can get that message in Playbook. Like, I used to hate the, the software before. I couldn't do any of that communication stuff. It was just strictly, strictly like the sales, the leads, the marketing, all that. It was great for that, but I couldn't do. So I had to check Google My Business all the time. I had to go check Facebook messaging for, you know, who. And then I would miss some, you know, I thought I was pretty on it, but I would miss some communication a day or two later. And sometimes you wait a day or two to respond to somebody. They went and found somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so. Because, again, they don't have time for this stuff. They want to get it done, get it out of the way, and get their baby rolling so they can get back to their lives. And that feature in Playbook that I can do all that communication in one spot on an app on my phone, like as if I'm texting SMS, is probably hands down the most powerful tool that I've had. And even if I didn't have that previous software, like it makes life easy. And... And, uh, okay, the other one I would say is, like, the log of communication uh, and interactions yeah. because now I don't have to figure out, like, you know how you get a new phone you're, and your text get erased and then you don't have that last conversations you have with people. And then you're like, oh, man, do I start with, like, go right in for the sale or do I need to warm this person up? Mm -hmm. That stuff. It's all there, even if no matter what happens to my phone. Right. And I like what we were talking about earlier. I'm sorry. I know you said one, but <laughs> I told you, man, I love Playbook. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a believer, brother. I'm a believer. That's why I'm excited to talk more about it at the conference. Um, is that you can see if a person's been to your site and you can track them and log them and see, you know what I mean? Because like I said, if this is my person, I'm, I'm communicating with a person for the first time. I need to treat them a little more gentle. If someone's been on my site eight times already, mm. it's time to, it's time to, Hey, are you in or not? And that's okay. If you're not, you know, I wish you the best, but my spots aren't, aren't very available. Like they're limited. So let's make a move. Right. Right. That's, that's really good. I appreciate that too. And uh, last question, why are you excited for the committed to the craft conference? Why are you going and, and why are you excited? Um, there's a hundred reasons for that too but the, the mo most important ones there's nothing like connecting with others in your industry 
at whatever level they're at. Like, I think people are going to find, I know I am. So I'm, I'm believing other people will find benefit in working with finding, uh, meeting people at all levels that aren't where they're at, that are maybe neck and neck where they're at in the same spot in their business. And then obviously the mentors, and that could be the Phil Handys, Gannon Bakers, or the panelists like me and the other great ones that are out there. But it might just be someone that you sit next to. I've went to tons of business conferences over the years because I wanted to learn business too, not just the training business. And that, cause I didn't take business in school. I wish I had in college. So that became my, my formal education. And I probably learned just as much from the guys I sat next to, cause I would also strategically sit next to guys who look like they had their stuff together and I'd pick their brain during breaks or whatever, as I did from the people who spoke on stage. Wow. And I think that stuff matters. And me and Phil were actually talking about this the other day. You may interact with 50 to a hundred people at this conference, right? And some people, maybe nothing comes of it. Some people, maybe there's one thing they say in one conversation and that's the last time you talk to them, but that conversation has value. And there's people you're going to connect with long-term who are going to have such a lifetime value on you and your business and your growth that whatever money it costs to even get to this conference and Phil has done an amazing job with giving out discounts, payment plans. Like there's no excuse not to go. And, and I'm telling you this from even as established, I made things work so financially I could be there because like it has that much value. You just don't see it yet because it's what the value is going to turn into. Once you come out of that place, you're going to become more confident. I think, you know, I think the Phil and the Gannon, that's icing on the cake, right? in my opinion. Hmm. That is icing on the cake, like, and it's amazing icing. Don't get me wrong. Both those guys have been mentors to me. I would be not where I am without both of those men. There's no question in that. No, and I mean, like, so I tell you, if, if you get the even chance to see them talk, it's well worth it. But it's being in that group, being in that group, feeling like you belong as a trainer if you're young and new, uh, feeling like, if you've kind of got somewhere and now you're ready for a big jump, seeing other people being around other people that have done it, not just looking at them through the screen because we don't get the whole story on social media. We think we do, we don't. And maybe they're the ones that make you believe I can do this. I remember, yo, this is real talk. I remember eight, nine years ago, I went to Gannon Baker's certification and he gave me the time of day to sit down and talk with me between sessions because I had this ambition to be a pro trainer. I wasn't at that time. I had a pretty good youth program. And then I wanted to train youth, but I wanted to do it like global. I wanted to do pro. I wanted to do camps in other countries. I wasn't doing it yet. And he sat down and talked to me about that. And at that time, it was me trying to get on board with him and his program. I wasn't ready to be that yet. I, it was my desire, but I wasn't ready to be that yet. And he politely told me that and it, it was fine. There was no animosity there, right? That was a mentor saying, hey, student, you're not ready yet, but you'll get there. And that moment alone has stuck with me for eight to nine years is this process that I've got to being a pro trainer, to doing camps overseas, to doing things global, to working with pros year round for five straight years. It was that meeting and that conversation that stuck with me all that time that was a key impact to me becoming who I am today. And I think those moments will happen for people there. You know, that's just my story of what happened to me. But I bet you people come out with stories like that. I get my, I, I will put money in Vegas on that.
<laughs> you know, it's, it's it's exciting because, like you said, no matter what level you're you are, you have somebody who's been there, done that, who can share those same experiences and give you that information, that unlock that you've been looking for, and it's the space to do it. You know what I mean? So I, I appreciate you answering that, and I know we have something to talk about offline too. So I want to uh, give you the space to say one more thing to the trainers out there listening now, or going to listen, who are going to listen to later. Uh, what's the last piece of advice you have for them about the conference, the playbook, anything in general? I would say go all in with this. I, you know, being 15 years, I haven't seen everything, but I've seen a lot. And there's no greater time right now. If trainers are starting to get together and build and unite um, one underneath a conference like this, the committed to the craft, then I think you, you, you become a part of it because this is an exciting time and you might miss out not being there. And I think that go all in with the playbook as well. And that's not some shameless plug or anything of that nature because I haven't seen, look, I'm using it. I'm telling you, there's no better tool that, and I look for tools constantly. And then what's going to happen with the playbook that, and I'm, I'm sure you already know this, Myson, and I'm looking forward to it too. Like with the old software I used, what ended up happening is there going to be a community of those people who also bonded together, like the conference, but outside the conference. And then they started sharing ideas, whether it's sales copy or marketing ideas. And now you have this other army that you're a part of. You're part of two different armies who end up kind of being the same army. And you don't have to do this alone. Mm. I did it alone and without a smartphone for multiple years. I'm telling you right now, life got so much easier when I started doing this with others. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we got to realize. You may be young, you may be new, you may not, you may think more competition. You might think, no, I got this. Pride might be in your way. I know because I've been in all those spots. It is so much easier and so much better to do with others. And there's enough for everybody to go around. So don't feel like there's scarcity and you can't tell other people other ideas. You can't be. No, I promise you, you will get more abundance from being around others at this conference, getting into the playbook, being in that community that you're building with playbook. Like the Facebook group is awesome, man. The Facebook group is awesome that you got going with that. You know what I mean? And I know it's a basketball trainer group, but it also has a lot of playbook elements in there. You know what I mean? Right. This is stuff that's going to grow you so you don't have to go looking for that information. It's being fed to you on a plate and – that's where speed comes from. If you really want to grow in business, be fast. Coach, while Rick, patient. Man, I, I appreciate you. And say that last part again because I kind of cut you off. Say be fast but not patient. Be fast but – No, be fast but patient, meaning gotcha. move fast, make decisions quick, be aggressive, and then be patient as the result comes through the process. But, you know, the decisions like to go to the conference should be a quick no-brainer. You know, the, the decisions do – and it's what, a 30-day trial right now with Playbook? Is it 30? 14-day now. 14. 14, excuse me. Sorry. Still, that means you can make a decision with no consequence and look at it for 14 days. And, I mean, just put it on your calendar that the 13th day you need to make a decision, like, and really play with it. Like, that that's a freaking no-brainer to me, dude. Like, I, I don't get why and you guys are brilliant in giving that trial because – I understand people are going to be hesitant, especially if you're not tech savvy, but you don't have to be tech savvy for the playbook and you get 14 days to figure it out. And if worse comes to worse, you have another service where you set up the majority of the stuff for them. Correct. Correct. Like don't let pride get in the way of an easy decision. Coach, 
I appreciate you joining, man. Thank you for the insight, the wisdom, and I really am excited to meet you, man, and spend a couple of days learning from you. Same here. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode, and I will catch you on the next one.